Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Talk Radio. So today I wanted to talk about um, growth and transformation and how our lives ultimately change once we start looking at our traumas and um, start growing, like how our relationships change, um, our habits change, all of those sort of things. So let's dive in. So me, myself, I went through, I guess, what was called a spiritual awakening in 2012. And after that time, I started to reassess everything in my life from my friendships, my relationships, my job, my habits, everything, the way that I spoke to myself, the books that I was reading, the entertainment that I was consuming, everything. And I think that a lot of people are going through that right now. We're all kind of having this um, mass awakening moment where we're realizing, you know, all of the things in our lives that aren't necessarily healthy for us. And we're all starting to make changes to swap out those things, those relationships, those habits for things that are actually good for us and are going to enhance our lives. So just to tell you a quick story. Um, when I was in my early 20s, um, this is just an example of, you know, relationships that have changed um, since I've been on my healing journey. When I was in my early 20s, obviously, I still had a lot of friends that were just friends that I had in high school. And I started to realize that um, although I still love a lot of those women, all they really wanted to do was, you know, go out on the weekends and drink and party. And it just got to the point where I was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. This I've, I've never been into going to bars. I maybe went to this place called the Dallas Bowl because I liked going line dancing. But that was the, the end of it, right? Like I didn't love going out to Ebor, going partying, all of those things. And I also noticed that Every time I was around certain friends, all that they wanted to do was gossip about other people. Like it didn't feel good. It didn't feel expansive and loving to be around them anymore. Um, when I started to look at, you know, my own trauma, my own shadow, which I'll go into shadow work in another episode and really take a deep dive into the stuff that I needed to heal, it didn't feel good to still you know, pursue those relationships and those friendships. So those friendships kind of started to fall away and that will happen and not feeling guilt over that happening. Like I still love and cherish those women and I still want the absolute best for them. I just don't want to pursue a friendship any longer with certain people, right? You'll start to realize and and meet people along your journey that are so much better suited towards you and this new version of you that you're trying to create, that you are creating, right? I heard this beautiful quote this week that said, um, your new life is going to cost you your old one. And that is so unbelievably true. And I didn't realize how true until I started really looking back on the last um, 10, 11 years and how things have changed and shift and 
how my relationships have changed. I don't have any of the same friendships that I had 10 years ago. I have some beautiful women in my life. Um, one in particular that I met like seven years ago. Um, and she is my best friend and she, oh my gosh, she, she's so excited anytime I tell her good news and like so uplifting and just a wonderful woman and spirit to be around. And that is the type of friendships that I seek now. And when I meet somebody like a new person that could possibly be a new relationship, new friendship, whatever, I find myself comparing them to the most uplifting people in my life. I think, does this person make me feel light and like the best version of me when I'm around them? Or do I, do I not feel like that? Do I feel constricted and like, I'm not able to fully be myself around them? Um, and that's another thing I was just thinking about when you're in the company of people, when you feel like you can say anything and you'll, you can have an uplifting conversation with them and there's no judgment, whatever you say, because they know it, it, it was never meant do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you can say something and you're, you're around a certain crowd of people and they're like, they, they take it the wrong way. You know, you're in the right spot when nobody takes it the wrong way. They know that was never your intentions of whatever it was that you were talking about. But yeah, like, oh goodness. I didn't know if I wanted to go into this, but I will. I had my, uh, I still work full time as a legal assistant and I had our work Christmas party this weekend and I realized how much, um, that I don't align with a lot of those people anymore. Like I'm, I'm trying to scale my business and ultimately quit working in the legal field. And it was hard being around some of those people because, um, I could just feel the energy radiating off of them and it wasn't good. I, it made me not want to be around them. Like I would just say, hi, you know, it's nice to see you. I haven't seen you in a while and kind of walk away and try and get away from that as quickly as possible. Um, I started working from home during the pandemic. So it's been three years and it's been three years since I've seen those people, some of those people. And um, it was just very interesting walking back into that energy and realizing like, yeah, this is a job and it's great for now, but this is not where I belong. And this is, again, something else that I will eventually, hopefully soon, I've set a goal for myself, um, release from my life. Like I'm no longer in alignment with that job. It no longer serves my soul. You know, I don't feel joyous and, and happy and, and, and light when I'm around those group of people, unfortunately. So um, I think that probably a few of you have had those experiences this weekend. I think a lot of Christmas parties took place this weekend. And then in contrast, I had a Christmas party yesterday as well. It was my Toastmasters Christmas party. And I've, I know I've talked about Toastmasters with you guys before. It's an international um, group that you know, there's groups all over the world and it just helps you to improve your public speaking skills. I went to that Christmas party and I had so much fun and everybody there is so lovely and inviting and just the energy of that room is so much different than the energy of my work Christmas party. And you can, you'll start to notice those things, right? Like as we start to heal, you, you'll step into a room and you'll realize like, I'm not meant to be here anymore. And that's okay. And 
relationships are going to shift, jobs are going to shift, and and that's okay. Like you you'll be intuitively pulled to where you need to be, where you are going to grow the most. And it is very hard coming to that realization sometimes like, wow, I really don't belong in this space anymore. Um, But that's okay. But it is hard sometimes giving up those friendships um, to ultimately know like this is in my best interest to no longer pursue a relationship or a friendship with this person. Um, Because when I'm in their presence, how do I feel? Ask yourself that. How do I feel? Do I feel uplifted and joyous? Do they make me feel that way? Do I make them feel that way? Or do I feel drained after my interactions with them? You know, you should be going into work. I mean, and I know it's still work. We still have to work, but it should still feel like you're contributing, right? That you're appreciated, that you're valued. You should feel like that. And you should have friendships within that community of people who make you feel joyous and uplifted, right? It can't just be, um, you'll, you'll, you'll begin to notice, you know, if you haven't already, you'll begin to notice what relationships um, fuel you and which relationships deplete you. So another thing I want to talk about is um, as you begin to heal, you're going to notice how you speak to yourself begins to change. Like, oh my God, my inner, my inner critic, my inner voice. (sighs) She she spoke to me. I mean, I would, I wouldn't speak to my worst enemy the way my inner critic used to speak to myself. And I think a lot of us have that in common. Sometimes, um, you know, cause I am, I have a small presence online. I'll get like a nasty comment. Sometimes I'm thinking, yeah, nothing you can say to me is worse than I haven't said in my own head in the past, you know, like my own voice, my own inner voice has said some of the worst things to me. But as I started healing, I really started becoming conscious of the things that I was saying to myself. Like I first I think I started this about eight years ago and now it's like a mainstream thing. It's called um, mirror therapy, where when I would go in front of my mirror before, I would point out all of the things that I hated, right? We're looking in the mirror like, oh man, I'm getting wrinkles and, you know, I have this and this wrong with me. And so I started, I told myself, you're not doing that anymore. I want you to go in front of that mirror and point out everything you love. And at first, oh, I remember the first time I did it, I started crying because we're just not used to like loving our bodies and speaking to ourselves kindly and nicely. And when I first did it, it was hard picking something out. And so I said, I love my eyes and I love my hair. And so I started doing that every single time I would look in the mirror, I would stop that negative voice as it came. I would recognize that it was coming and I'd say, no, no, we're not doing that. And I would shift it to pointing out all of the things that I love. And now I do that every single time I look at myself. I really don't have any harsh judgments towards myself anymore because my inner critic, that inner monologue has changed and it will change as you begin to heal. But it also is your work, right? Like your job, your 
piece of the puzzle that you have to work on in order to change that inner monologue. It's not just going to change by itself. You have to start to become conscious and aware of the negative thoughts that you are thinking. And then when you become aware, like, okay, that was a really negative judgment, a really negative thought towards myself, a really negative criticism, and work to shift that. Okay, what can I say that's good about myself? What can I point out that I love? You know, another thing that you will start to do is you will start to set healthy boundaries with people. And this is, again, um, you know, kind of flows into that conversation about relationships changing, you will start to notice that as you set healthy boundaries, and I'll have to do an episode talking more about how, you know, in particular to set healthy boundaries, because I know a lot of people struggle with that. Um, but as you start to set those boundaries, you'll notice certain people don't like those boundaries. <laughs> and I think to myself, okay, well, it definitely needed a boundary. Like if you're pushing against the boundary that I've made, then there needed to be a boundary. Um, somebody told me they're they're upset because they're no longer able to control you in whatever aspect you're setting that boundary, right? And um, I mean, a boundary can look as simple as saying no. No, I don't want to go to that event. I don't want to hang out with that friend. I don't want to engage in that habit anymore. And see just start to notice the reactions of people. Um, the people that are meant to stay in your life are going to say, okay, great. I totally understand whatever you need. The people that, you know, you might have to reassess the relationship are going to get angry and upset when you start to set healthy boundaries for yourself. So that's very interesting um, to notice when you start to heal and grow and transform. Like I said, things will fall away and that is okay. It is, it's a tough transition. I'm not going to lie to you. Some relationships that you, you'll come to the realization, this relationship has to fall away. Um, and it's going to be hard. Um, but ultimately it is for the best. It really is for your greatest good. So, I wanted to ask you this. So I know if you're listening to this podcast, most likely um, you're on your own healing journey. So I want to ask, would the new version of you want to hang out with the old version of you? Most likely the answer is no. Looking back at, you know, I, I wasn't a bad person, but looking back at who I was 15, 20 years ago, I mean, I was, I was partying much more. I, I don't party now. I don't really go out. I'm such a little homebody, but just being, I was judgmental towards people back then too. You know, part of that kind of click of women who um, would look at other women and put them down, not realizing, you know, after doing shadow work, you're actually judging yourself, not judging them. Um, but I don't want to be friends with that girl. She wasn't, bad in any way, she was unhealed and um, sitting in a lot of trauma. Um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I had just lost my father. I was sitting in a lot of depression. And 10 years ago, I was still having panic attacks. Um, this was before 
you know, I really think my transformation journey started in 2012 um, after I got a divorce and moved back, moved back home, picked up the book, The Power of Now. If you've ever heard of that book, if not, please read it. It is life changing and then started on a whole new trajectory in life. And around that time, again, was when everything started to change and you start to really look at your habits and look at what you're eating. And is this healthy for me? Is this friendship healthy? All of those things. So yeah, just, I thought that was a really beautiful question. So in the coming days, I'd really like for you to just look back at how you've changed. All of you have experienced some sort of transformation, maybe looking back to who you were five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and saying, how have I changed? How have I improved? And really celebrating those wins, no matter how big or how small. And then possibly asking yourself, would the healed version of me still want to hang out with that old version? I think once you ask that question, um, there's a lot more perspective in how much you've changed, right? Because then you picture um, old versions of you. So Thank you so much for joining me. That is the end of today's podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, these are recorded live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. And then the recorded versions are added to all the major podcasting platforms on Monday at 7 a.m. Um, also, I do coaching and my company offers mindfulness-based wellness seminars for employee enrichment and stress management. If you are interested in either one of those things, please email me at Megan at shift to wellness.org and you, or you can contact me on any one of the um, social media platforms. So it was lovely connecting with you guys. If you have any questions, please comment or email me. And I don't think that there will be a show next week, just like there's not going to be a live meditation next week um, because next week is um, Christmas on Sunday, but I will see you in two weeks and I hope you have a beautiful Sunday.